And so we're in a series called Wise Up. One thing I love about the summer is I love to hear about the new projects or the new hobbies that people have taken on. Like they're like, I'm painting this wall in my room. I'm revamping this whole space. I learned this new hobby. I learned how to play the trumpet, like just random stuff. You're like, well, you put the trumpet? That's pretty crazy. Um, but, but one thing that always happens in the summer is we, we always learn how to play games. I love games. You love games, anyone? Maria loves Face 10. She's like a Face 10 guru. She's like the best at it. Face 10, we play games, Monopoly. But then there's this other thing that I have some beef with. It's called a puzzle. Man, I have beef with the puzzle. Like, I want to fight the puzzle. Because puzzles are tough. They're hard. They take hours. They take days, sometimes weeks, sometimes months. And you're, like, accomplishing it with your family. It's beautiful. Again, it's the summer. It's chill. It's relaxing. Everyone's around the table. And the, every piece is coming together. And then there's one piece, when you're almost done, that you can't seem to find. You're like, where is that piece? Where is it? Did Noah eat it? Did the cat eat it? Did the dog eat it? Is it under the bed? Where is the missing piece? We can't find it. it, it it's it, like we go to bed trying to figure out where is the puzzle piece. I cannot believe I can't find this piece. So I have beef with the puzzle because it's taking me hours, it's taking me days, it's taking me weeks. It's taking me months, and I still can't find the puzzle piece. But today, in this series called Wise Up, I believe that God wants us to leave this space today with everything that we've brought in to the house, whatever, with everything that we've come in here with. And he wants us to leave with this statement. And we're all going to say it together. And this statement is this. The title of the message is, I, come on, say, I, I. found my peace. Let's say it all together. Ready? One, two, three. I found my peace. Man, I found my peace. Life is like this puzzle. Where we're trying to figure it out. And we're trying to understand what is the thing that is missing. And we're looking. And we're searching. And we're hoping. And we don't understand where is the peace. Where is it? It's the summer. It's supposed to be chill. I'm not supposed to be Feeling this overwhelm and this anxiousness and this things that's bogging me down. I, I shouldn't feel like this. God, where are you in this moment? I need to find my peace. In the book of Mark chapter 4, verse 35 says this. On that day when evening had come, he said to them, let us go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd, they took him with them in the boat just as he was and other boats were there with him I'm going to pause here so I, I'm, I'm just believing that the disciples were on summer vacation as well they're in, they're in the water they're hanging out they're chilling I don't know about you but I'm not a boat person like you will not catch me out trying to fish I'm like bring the fish in I'll be in the house waiting for you to bring it to me because I already know like if I'm in the water something in my head is bad's about to happen right but I'll go with you I don't got the patience to fish with you but I'll go hang out with you right so the disciples are out hanging on the boat they're chilling they're having a good time and then it says and a great windstorm arose you can highlight that you can circle that and a great windstorm arose and the waves were breaking into the boat so that the boat was already filling but he was in the stern asleep on the cushion this means that Jesus was chilling he was fine he was asleep in the storm, he was in the boat, but he, the man, the myth, our Savior, Jesus, is at peace, hanging in the boat. 
And then it says that they woke him up, the disciples woke him up and said, teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? And he awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace, be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. He said to them, why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? And then, then the disciples said, who is this man that even the waves and the wind obey him? If you have that on your notes, you can go ahead and just circle that part. Who is this man? Who is this man? I believe today that in order for us to find the missing piece, to find our peace today, we have to invite Jesus into our lives. And not just invite him into our lives, but we have to allow him to stay, to stay calm in the moments, to allow us to stay calm in the moments of our lives where the windstorm is arising and we don't know how to pinpoint what it is or what's going on in our lives. But we have to allow Jesus to settle in our hearts and to chill in our hearts and to hang in the moments where he's chilling there with us. The peace, that awkward peace that you feel right here as I calm the peace of God. The peace of God. We have to understand the wisdom of this today is that peace is not a destination but peace is a state of being. We don't arrive at peace. It's not this like point A to point B and we're trying to figure out where is the peace and we're trying to find it. We're trying to go from point A to point B to discover peace. But peace is a state of being. Peace, point number one, is a process. Peace is a process. It's an everyday discipline. It's an everyday walking in. It's an everyday walking with Jesus and talking with Jesus and being thankful with God. It's a process. Peace. It's not a destination. It's a process. In Philippians 4, 6, it says, do not be anxious about, any, about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. It doesn't say just in Little moments or in big moments or in exciting moments or in sad moments, it says in what? In every situation. In every situation. Come to him with prayer and petition and thanksgiving and present your requests to God. And here comes the promise. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. It will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus, the peace of God. So that tells me something here today, that if we're lacking peace, that our hearts and our minds are unguarded. If we're lacking this, this thing called peace, that we are, we are missing this moment, and we're, we don't have our, our, guard, our hearts guarded or our minds guarded, so that means that we've given some space to allow the enemy to come in and to still kill and destroy and start to deposit little lies that you may not believe today, but over time you start to believe. But the peace of God, the process, right, the peace of God, the process is that he will guard our hearts. He will guard our minds. And the little lies that we, that we used to not believe, now we believe today, we will understand that this right here is the way we can receive the God peace, the peace shift. It's prayer. It's confession. 
right in the moment, here we are. I'm confessing, I'm praying to you, God, in every situation. I'm thankful. I'm being thankful in this moment. And then I'm going to give you every single request. I'm praying, I'm thankful, and I'm praying again. I'm confessing. I got to pray with thankfulness. I got to pray with thankfulness and then confess. That's the peace process. And then the peace of God will protect our hearts. That surpasses all understanding. That means that I cannot tell you how this peace feels. I can't comprehend. I can't, I can't explain it to you. I'm going to try my best here today. But what I can do is what I can submit to you is, I, is that you can experience the peace that surpasses all understanding. There's, there's not a formula. I, I can't like, you know, one, I'm not good at math. But, you know, I, I can't just put the math problem up here and tell you how to get to it. But I can tell you that there is a real God who really cares about you, who created you and formed you and cares about you and wants you to experience this peace that only he can give, the peace of God that only he can give. And I just believe that there's many moments for us here today that we can easily, simply, we can defeat the enemy's lies by simply confession. What happens is a lot of us, we tend to not share what's on our minds because we're afraid of what the other person would interpret or what they will receive. But your breakthrough is one confession away. Your peace is one confession away today, wherever you're at, if you can go ahead and take out your phones or a notepad. And right now we're going to get practical. We're going to do some practical things. And we're going to write out what are the things that are weighing you down. Is it anxiety? Are you anxious about something? Is it money? You feel like you don't have enough? Is it, is it your parenting? You're having a challenge with, with being a parent? Is it, is it at home with your spouse? You're having a challenge with communication. What are the things that are weighing you down? I, I cannot tell you, but I can tell you that when we confess it and we can give it to God, that God has a truth statement right next to it in his word. So for every lie, there is a truth. For everything that we believe is true, is not. It's a lie. So here's the process is what's the lie beneath the thought, then what's the thought or feeling and or sensation, and then what's the truth? So here's the example. So here's what's the lie beneath the thought, the feeling. It says, my safety and security are in my job, and owning newer, nicer things will make me happy. Here's, here's the lie, right? Now, now what's the thought feeling? Sorry. What's the thought feeling? I'm worried about losing my job and not being able to make a car payment. That's the, that's the initial one, okay? Then the second one goes deeper. It says, what's the lie beneath that thought? It's my safety and security are in my job, and owning newer and nicer things will make me happy. But here's the truth statement. The truth statement is Hebrews 13.5. Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have. Because God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. So there's always a truth with every lie. Every lie there is a truth. Every lie there is a truth. So right now when you're writing your list, when you're writing your list and you walk out of these doors, you have homework to go discover and to go find your peace and to open up God's word. And when you open up God's word, there has to be truth to the thing that you're believing today. There has to be truth wherever the things that you're believing today. And for every worry, there is an answer. For every thought, there is an answer. For every lie, there is a truth. But we got to do our homework. Will you do your homework today? Will you do your homework today? Yeah? Cool.
In the book of Luke, chapter 10, verse 38 says, And Jesus and his disciples continued on their way to Jerusalem. They came to a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. Her sister, Mary, sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he taught. But Martha was distracted. Someone said distracted. By the big dinner she was preparing, she came to Jesus and said, Lord, doesn't it seem unfair to you that my sister just sits here while I do all the work? Tell her to come and help me. Martha, my friend Martha, she invites Jesus into her house. I don't know about you, but for me, if I'm inviting anyone over to my house, I want to be sure that my house is kind of clean, like a little bit at least. I always jump the gun. I am like, I'm like the guy that's inviting people all the time. Marie's like, what are you doing? The house is not ready. And I'm like, sorry, honey. Like, my bad. I'm like texting friends like, come back like in three hours. Or hey, can you just hang outside for a little bit? Like, don't come all the way inside, right? Or just hang out, just chill outside. What are you doing outside? Oh, our house is not ready. And so Martha invites Jesus in to the house. Like, she's like, come on in. So she's, a, she's the initiator. She's the one that says, yo, you got to come inside to my house. You, I have a house ready for you. But then what Martha does is, like, she's not ready or prepared to have Jesus inside of her house. So as Jesus is inside of her house, Martha starts to put everything in order. She's trying to get everything in order. Many of us here on a Sunday morning, we've, we've asked Christ to come into our house, our temple, into our lives, and yet we're trying to say, hey, hey, God, can you just wait a little bit? Like, I need to get everything in order. And God's saying, no, 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 I, I don't want you to have everything in order right where you're at. I don't want you to get distracted with all these things. I, I, I don't want you to have everything in order. I, I, I want you to take some time and just allow me into your house. And then it goes on to say, but the Lord said to her, my dear Martha, you are worried and upset over all these details. There is only one thing worth being concerned about. And Mary has discovered it. I put in here, Mary has found her peace. And it will not be taken away from her. Martha was distracted. Then you saw Martha's distraction led to comparison. She's like, don't you see my sister? She ain't doing nothing. She's just sitting at your feet. Hey, God, do you see me over here? Distraction leads to comparison. Then the comparison moment led to a demanding on Jesus to say, tell her to help me. Don't you see me? And then God, Jesus tells Martha, hey, Mary figured it out. She found her peace. She found it in surrender. She found it at the feet of Jesus. Peace is found in a person, not a performance. Number two, peace is found in a person, not a performance. Performance, I love it. It's easy. It's fast. It's quick. It's like on to the next thing. I can show you how much I lift. I can show you how far I can run. I can show you how to play the drums. I can show you. I can show you. It's, it's outward. It's, it's a performance. Here I am. I can snap. I can do it on beat. I can do it on beat. Like I'm performing, right? I can do this because it's easy. It's outward. But personal in a person to find the peace, it's slow. It's dragged out. It's messy. God, do you really want to know all the inner parts of me? God, are you sure you want to come into my house? God, but man, I, I'm jacked up. It's personal. It's like opening the blinds to, to all the things, all the deep and the dark things. And God says, man, I want to bring you true peace. Peace that you can't even understand. I want you to experience this peace. But I can't 
help you experience this peace until you find the peace is found in a person. Peace is found in a person. Performance equals busy. The devil loves when you are busy. You can still come to church and still be busy and be performance-based. But it's important for us to understand that personal moments sitting at Jesus' feet are just as important as getting things done. You see, Martha was, yes, definitely concerned about having things in order. Any, any just administrators out there, you just love like an order, like you just love A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Like you just you hit the list, you're like, nothing can be spontaneous. I have the list, go do it, let's make it happen, you got it, okay, cool. Let's make it happen, right? Those things are important. The order is definitely important. We should be concerned about not having milk at the house for our boys. It's important. That's important. They need cereal, guys. It's important, right? But when we allow the concern to consume us, man, and we're consumed with the worry and we're consumed with the money, and we're consumed with the parenting, and we're consumed with these things that bring the anxious thoughts to us daily. Our concern turns to consume, and God is saying, I, me, Jesus, I want to consume your life with peace. And I want to take away your anxiousness. I want to take away your worry, and I want you to be sitting at my feet because peace is found in a person not in a performance. Peace. I love, these, I love this term peace because I love that I can put two words side by side that sound the same but mean two different things. That's like my favorite. Like I'm just like, this is awesome. And if you're an English teacher, I don't know what that means, but you don't have to say it like, don't correct me. I just like, I know there's like an actual term for that, and I can't think of it. Maria's like, come on, silly, you know what that is. Um, but peace, P-I-E-C-E, peace, the peace. The peace of the pie, the peace of the puzzle, the peace of the pizza. Anybody pizza lovers out there? The peace, the peace, the peace, right? It's a peace. It's a part. It's a moment. It's a thing. It's, it's, it's a peace. And then you have peace, the peace of God, P-E-A-C-E, the peace, that peace, the shalom peace, the complete the whole, lacking nothing, the peace that brings it all together. That peace, whoo. But this peace, man, I love this peace. Because this peace on this side, the peace that is a part of something, is I can control it. <laughs> I can figure it out. I can, I can know how to put it together. And if there's a piece missing, I can go try to find it. But the dog ate it, so I don't know where that piece of the puzzle's at. But there's a piece. And today, a lot of us are in here. Broken pieces. We have anxiety. We have grief. Our marriage feels like it's not working out. The money's not coming in. We don't know what to do. Where are we going? We got the pieces, broken pieces. And God's saying, man, give me your broken pieces. So point number three is, man, I am a piece. But we are called to live in peace. I am a piece of work. I am a piece of, I am a piece of whatever they've ever said over you. That you've allowed the enemy to say that that's what I am. 
And God's saying, in the enemy's hands, you are a piece of destruction. But in my hands, Ephesians 2.10 says this, I am God's, uh, I am God's, is it up there? Ephesians 2.10 says, for we are God's handiwork or workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good work, which God prepared in advance for us to do. For we are God's handiwork. This word, handiwork or workmanship, it, in, it translates to this, that we are a poem. It says you are a piece of work, but it actually says you are a piece of art. You are God's piece of art. You are a poem. You and I, in his hands, man, what could God do with us? How can he move in our lives? He wants us to be a peace, and he wants us to walk and live in peace. Man, we are his handiwork. We are his workmanship. Wherever you are at today, I just believe that God wants to use you. He wants to use you mightily. He wants to use you, all of you, all the pieces of you. And he wants to bring the shalom peace over your life. He wants to bring the completeness today. And I believe that he's going to do that here before we leave, that we're all going to walk out of this room today knowing that, man, I found my peace. Colossians 3 says this, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. This word rule translates to simply an umpire. It's baseball season. Anyone love baseball? You love some baseball in the house? You have some baseball friends? Yeah. But I have beef with, the, with baseball also. I'm like, man, nobody has tons of, wants to fight everybody. <laughs> because the umpire, he's the main guy on the field. He calls the outs. He calls the strikes. He calls the balls. He says safe. He says out. Like the fans have beef with the umpire. He's the ruler. Like he, he, he knows what goes and whatever he says. But like you're like, bro, you didn't see that play. Like the guy was safe. Like seriously, like you're like, you're like the fan, like the parent that's like on the fence. Like, come on, Blue. Are you kidding me? You're like, chill. It's, it's T-ball, guys. It's T-ball. <laughs> it's T-ball. Like calm down, right? But yeah, it is, it is serious. It is. I get it. But this rule, this is what this is what Paul's telling us. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Let him call the outs. Let him say safe. Let him call the strikes and the balls. Let him be the ruler of your hearts. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. God, what you says goes. See, obedience is, is, is awesome. You tell me what and I'll do. But the posture that Mary had was surrender. She's sitting at Jesus' feet. He didn't tell her, hey, Mary, come sit at my feet. She just knew, oh, my gosh, the king of kings, the Lord of lords, the savior of the earth is in my house. What else would I do besides surrender? Where else would I go? What else would I do? My life is chaotic. I don't feel that peace. But if, I, but if I surrender, let the peace of Christ rule in your heart. So then that, that begs the question, who is ruling your heart? What have you allowed to rule 
your heart. Who is the umpire of your life? Is it you or is it God? Is it you or is it the peace of Christ? What is ruling your heart wherever you're at today? He's the God of peace. And I believe that the God of peace right now in this moment, with everything that you've written down on that list, all those anxious thoughts, all those things that you feel that is, that's just weighing you down, that today, right where you're at, he wants to rule your heart. He wants to allow you to walk in freedom today. Not from a performance, but in him, in the person. That we're not going to ever arrive to this destination where it's like, peace. It's right there. I can't wait to get there. But it's right here, in this moment, right now, right where you're at, at the peace of God. We surrender our hearts. We're going to pray. We're going to be thankful. And we're going to confess. And when I can do that, I know that the peace of Christ can rule my heart. So right where you're at, with every head, just right where you're at, just eyes open, wide-eyed. Man, if you're here today, you walked in with some burdens. You walked in feeling overwhelmed. Maybe you're here for the first time. Maybe you're watching online. I just believe that, man, God wants to be the ruler of your heart. He wants to change your life. And the beautiful thing is that, is that in the word it says that he may give you peace. He may give you peace. That means that he will give you peace. But it's up to us to receive the peace. It's on us. And today, it's on you to take action, to take the next step. So if you're here today, you're saying, man, I need the peace of God in my life right now. If that's you, can you raise your hand? That's you right now. Raise your hand. Yeah, raise it high. Raise it high. Yeah. Keep it high. Keep it high. Because what happens in this moment, as you keep your hands raised, it's going to lift the faith up in this room. And, and the people who, who are maybe, maybe afraid to lift up their hand and take the action, this is going to lift the room with faith. Peace all over this whole space. Peace all over this whole space. Yeah, keep it high. Keep it high. Now, if you've written down your list of the things that have been, you know, bearing you down, the things that have been, like, taking over you, if it was overbearing, can you just stand up with me? If you've written it down, can you stand up with me? Let's keep the faith rising up here. Yeah, keep it up. Come on, let's, yeah, if you written down. If you're still working on it, keep writing the list. That's cool. But if you're here, you've written down the list, let's stand up. Come on. Yeah, faith is going to rise up in this moment. So what I love about this song is that death is never going to hold you. So it's never going to hold me. So I'm already, I'm already winning. If I can, if I can walk in this, on this side of peace. If I can walk on this side of peace, I'm already winning. Because I know that I've won. Because death is never going to hold you. So it's never going to hold me. So my anxious thoughts can't hold me no more. The things that I'm worried about, you can't hold me no more. The things that the enemy tries to stick in my, in my head, you can't hold me no more. It's never going to hold me. I, I, I won't allow it. I'm going to stand on God's truth. I'm going to stand on his word. I'm going to sit at his feet and surrender. And I'm going to say, God, 
right here in this moment because it never held you, it can't hold me. And every time the enemy tries to remind me in my thoughts and every time that I'm like maybe unprotected in my, in my heart, in my mind, and I, and, I ha- and I haven't found peace, God, right now in this moment, I gotta find some peace, God. And I don't know where to go. I don't know where to find it. I'm looking everywhere. I'm distracted, God. But God, right now, right here in this moment, on this day, I found my peace. Because death is never gonna hold me. Because it never held you. My anxious thoughts, I won't be held onto them. Smoke, can you sing it out with me today? Right where you're at with everything you've got in your in, in your lungs and in your heart. Come on, God wants to bring peace to your heart. by Pastor Noe. Wow. 
Hey, if you accepted Jesus for the first time here today, or if you would like some more prayer after service, we're going to have a team here ready to pray with you. So if you want that, just hang tight, stay in the auditorium. We'd love to pray with you and give your next steps from here. But if you said yes to Jesus, just know that there's a party going on in heaven right now. And uh, yeah, we want to help you alongside that journey. So, you know, uh, next Saturday, we do have something called Day of Difference that's happening. If you'd love to get involved, it's our day for us to go out into the community and serve. We have a few locations that you can be a part of. So August 6th is going to be the day that you can do that. We'll have some sign-ups happening right in our foyer. You'll see the TV that says Day of Difference. Be sure to sign up. It's going to be an awesome time. But other than that, we love you. We're praying for you. Go ahead and continue to lead in the world that God has destined you to lead in. See you guys next Sunday.